Hey guys, welcome to the Mini Life Podcast. I'm your host, Mini Mike. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Damn, I love that intro. I've heard it so many times when I was editing it. Took me a little bit to get all those sound bits how I like it, but come on, A-Series for life. That exhaust, that RC40 exhaust sounds so good. But anyways, back to why I am here and why are you guys listening? This is the mini life. I've wanted to do this for a little while now. I love podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. I started a podcast a long time ago with a friend in grad school around 2012, and it was just a blast. Um, the Mini Life podcast came about when you guys know you go to a gas station, someone asks you about the car, what year is it, what's the gas mileage, is that a Fiat? Oh, it's a Fiat Mini? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and, you know, the Mini Life. I want to know the stories behind your minis. I want to know the stories behind the person driving the mini, why they picked the car, why they picked a mini, the classic mini out of all the cars you could pick. So I want to do some interviews. I want to do the traditional, what's your favorite mods, what kind of projects you got going on. But I personally love the history behind the cars the people behind the cars, and all of that jazz. You know, maybe we'll get into um, some unique builds, highlighting some unique builds I see on Instagram, Facebook, uh, the group chats, whatever that might be. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll do some beer reviews because like my friend Taiki always says, it's the thinking juice. He always cracks one open when he's having an issue with his classic mini and you know what? It works. When I was doing my engine build not too long ago, sometimes I had to crack out a thinking juice, and uh, I do love me a nice IPA after working on the Mini or after a nice long drive in the Mini. But yeah, you know, that's kind of the, the gist of it, and that's kind of what I want to try to be different is really not just interview people, but interview them about their minis and find out the stories, dig deep. You know, when I roll up to a car meet or a car show, rather, or rather cars and coffee, I don't really go to car shows per se, but cars and coffee, you know, the first thing people jump out and they start, start asking about the mini and not too many people in the United States know about them. You know, it's, it's America, you know, we had American muscle here and not too many um, although there was millions of classic mini- minis produced, not too many of them were actually imported into the United States. So a lot of people don't even know what it is. Like I mentioned earlier, I get, is that a Fiat all the time? I'm not sure why they know Fiat over mini, but um, here we are with that. <laughs> so um, yeah, you know, telling people about the mini, finding out where theirs came from, you know, Um, I'm going to get into a little bit here, um, my story, um, so far at least. Uh, I think it's a pretty interesting story, rather, and hopefully you guys uh, will find it interesting too, and um, hopefully I'll find some very interesting mini stories. I know there's a ton out there. There's some old race cars out there. There's some interesting builds, some 
not so period correct engine swaps. Shame. I'm a purist at heart, but I do like some period correct modifications. So how I got into minis, I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. I've always been a mini guy ever since I can remember. I'm not sure if it was um, me going to Europe when I was younger. My, um, my father traveled for work and I was fortunate enough to go with him. And it was fantastic. And one of those places was uh, United Kingdom. And I not so vividly remember seeing minis, but I definitely remember seeing small cars and um, smart cars, rather. And I'm sure I saw several classic minis. And for whatever reason, I always wanted one. But growing up in Texas, there's a lot of big cars. There's the SUV boom the excursion boom, and my parents were like, you are not driving that little car around here. Rightfully so, as a 16-year-old. But it was right around the time when the, the new Mini, the BMW Mini, came out, and the new revamped version of the Italian job came out, and it kind of re-sparked my interest in, in just the, the new Mini, they ended up getting me a um, secondhand one, and it was fantastic, and I loved it. I was, you know, immediately modifying it, and this was kind of a little before, you know, YouTube and all that kind of stuff, so it was the forum days, looking through the forums. There was a forum called uh, Motoring Underground. It was awesome. I felt, it felt risky. It felt, uh, it felt like the outsiders, and these guys were slamming their cars, minis, cambered out, sweet BBS wheels, air suspension, and I was like, what is this? It was crazy. Um, needless to say, I didn't go that far, you know, traditional uh, coilovers, some cool wheels, and that was kind of it, um, you know, sway bars, that kind of stuff. Um and that car got crashed. It was fun. I loved it. I still loved the Mini. I immediately wanted to get another one. Ended up getting another one with insurance money. Fast forward with um, some mods later. Uh, that car caught fire. <laughs> when I was living in Hawaii, that car caught fire. Um, and burnt to a crisp. Uh, I won't name names. I won't... Un I won't <laughs> I won't get into dirty details of what I think, but uh, yeah, I kind of got screwed on that one. But uh, it was uh, it was fun. I immediately again went to try to get another one, and bounced around between a few there. Um, another one had a transmission issue that they replaced the transmission about three times before I said, "Listen, guys, give me give me something different. Whatever, I want my money back." Uh, so I ended up getting into um, a new F56. Guys, I understand this is a classic mini podcast. Just going through my mini life here, so bear with me. F56 is the newest generation of minis uh, for the new BMW Mini, rather. Um, nice little car, little BMW style, um, comfortable, um, still fun to drive. They still have that unique mini feel uh, compared to today's standards. 
Um, but I always wanted the classic mini. I just didn't have the means to get it. And, you know, life gets, the way, gets in the way and I kind of stopped looking. And um, I don't remember what it was. I was just on a on a hunt and I wanted a project and started looking at at motorcycles and I was looking at Honda Rebel 250s because it was a nice small entry-level bike that I could get for cheap and and kind of make it my own and I found this bike on Craigslist and it looked like a shady ad and I love that um, as you'll see later and it it was free I was like come on but hey yeah never know deals are out there I contact this guy, and basically it turned out to be a military guy that got this bike, and he wanted to turn it into a cafe racer, and he took it all apart and had no idea what the hell he was doing. Bolts, nuts, everything was scattered all over his garage. Um, it was pretty much a frame with the engine on it. And I show up to this guy's house, and I pretty much just threw nuts and bolts all in this boxes and, and hauled it away, and I made a, a cool little... Uh, bobber out of it, rode it around for a year, and uh, I always had many alerts on Craigslist and and you know that kind of site. And a um, classic mini popped up for sale, and it, I think it said it was like three grand or something like that. And I definitely didn't have three grand to drop on a project car at that time, um, and it. Had no pictures, of course. Another sketchy ad. I love it. And um, so I messaged him. And I said, hey, you know, I have this bike. Sent him some pictures of it. Looked pretty cool. And I said, are you interested in trade? He said, yeah, I like, I like bikes. Uh, uh, come, on, come over. Let's talk story. So I went over again. And I, he unveiled it. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, man. I need to have this. I need it. It was a piece of shit. It um, was a, well, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll just say it was a Rover Mini. Um, not quite sure what he had it, uh, what he said it was. I'm not sure, but um, it was a Rover Mini. And at this time, I, you know, I didn't know the dirty details of what model was what, but it was British Racing Green. The front fenders were missing. Um, well, one was slightly tacked on. One was held on by uh, vice grips. Uh, classic mini style, right? And um, the whole rear end was like rotted out. Well, the boot was the boot floor, battery box area, very common. It was sitting on furniture dollies. The front wheels were still on. Um, it was a mess, but it looked to be almost all there except for the rear suspension was just in a box somewhere. So I talked to him a little bit. I said, Hey, you know, uh, you want to, you know, make this trade? And he said, sure. And I said, you know, played it cool. I said, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Let me go uh, get a truck and trailer and uh, I'll be back. And I uh, jumped on my bike rode as fast as I possibly can in the 35 mile an hour speed zones in Hawaii, <laughs> flying back to my wife and I would bust open the door. I was just like, babe, can um, uh, I get this uh, mini? 
And, you know, first question, how much? And I basically <laughs> told her the story and she was like, yeah, of course, let's do it. So I found a friend and we borrowed a truck and trailer and went over there and kind of the same scenario with the bike. I picked up all the parts and the subframe and didn't have rear wheels. So I, uh, we had to like basically wheelbarrow it up onto this, the flatbed there. And the next adventure was getting it down the hill. Um, at my house, my driveway was so steep. I can't even explain to you how steep it was. And we basically tied like a, a, a towing strap to it and, and like wheelbarrowed it, but also backed the, the truck up to kind of lower it down into place. And once it was down on flat ground, we, you know, wheelbarrowed it into place on this driveway that we had and, and basically threw a car cover over it. It was awesome. It was, it, it was the, entry to mini life that I wanted. It was everything, you know, some people want to buy a fresh, you know, clean, you know, Mark one Cooper S, but we all know they're all projects. There's going to be some tinkering on it, but this is what I love. I love that. I love the history, the story behind like this car has lived a life, man. And, um, it's been through however many owners and what did they do to it and this and that and finding out about it. And now it was mine, and what could I do to it? I needed to bring it back to life and put it back on the road. And that's exactly what I started to do. I had you know, very little money at the time to, to do this kind of project, so I just started slow. I just started pulling things apart, cleaning things, um, and just doing research. You know, I bought a Haynes manual. I joined uh, as many Facebook groups as I possibly could. I... Um, you know, just started reading about it and learning about it. And that at that time, there was definitely some YouTube videos of going down that rabbit hole. Classic Mini DIY, I believe, was around at that time. He's been around um, for quite a few years now. And I just started following him and watching all of his videos. And um, Steveson Motor Co., I think, started putting out some cool videos of just, you know, basic maintenance and things that I needed. It helped us tremendously. So... Um, I started, I joined the mini community and I, I got a lot of uh, parts for free or very cheap second hand and I refurbished a bunch of parts and you know eventually I learned how to weld I rented a welder and uh, well, I wouldn't say I learned how to weld but I <laughs> I know how to weld maybe with a grinder but anyways I fixed the boot floor and it, it's pretty ugly but it works it's solid um, I got the subframe back in, I got the suspension back in, and that feeling of dropping the car to the ground for, and God knows how long, I don't know, I think the car hadn't been registered in like 10 years, so how long was it actually like that? I have no idea. And man, that was a great feeling. It was just success after, as we all know, working on any cars, failures, <laughs> and and defeats so many times, but it was a great feeling, and it was just a good boost to kind of get it get it moving forward, working on the engine. It was an SPI engine that I uh, later found out, and um, it was pretty beat. Uh, the components to the SPI was pretty beat up, so I stripped it all out and went down the rabbit hole of carb converting it, which was... Um, a learning curve, you know, um, I learned some wiring, um, I stripped it all out and did a carb conversion, took out the ECU and 
all of those components. So it basically is just an A plus uh, with a carb now, and it's great. Uh, took a little bit, but I got that thing fired up, and that was the next huge step, and it was fantastic. That feeling, uh, it ran like a dog. I think the exhaust wasn't. That video, man, I'll, I'll try to post it on Instagram later. Um, that uh, it, it just ran terrible, but it had oil pressure. And uh, I, you know, this was the first time I probably ever really thought about like, oh, dang, I need to time it. I need to do all this. And I was like, I, I just started to, to drive it. And I, I thought I could just get it up the the driveway that I mentioned before. And <laughs> no, no such luck. And my wife has some pretty funny videos of me going up and then rolling back down because it just wasn't timed properly. So I dug deep into that, how to time it rented a timing light and um, got that thing timed and I fired it back up and flew up that hill. It was, man, again, that first drive was just, ah, man, that was so cool. It, it, uh, it was everything that you see and hear that, that feeling of, I just put this thing back together. The amount of work I, I did on that thing, it still was beat and as as you could as they say patinaed if you will um but yeah it was awesome it was my mini it was my first mini i had a long way to go and i think i worked on it for maybe a year or so until um, i got to that first drive and it was it was awesome um still needed a long way to go to get registered but um or road worthy rather but i i took it around the the neighborhood a couple times and down to the, the shopping center just because I wanted to drive it. Um, I put it on a boat, shipped it out to California because we ended up moving back here to the mainland, uh, Southern California, home of the car world. And I continue to work on it um, till kind of what you see today. It's um, did a 10-inch wheel conversion on it. Uh, so I put the 7.5 Cooper S brakes on it and um, put the mambas on it that I restored. Um, I just kind of pick up things here and there as I go. Um, and then most recently, I uh, pulled the engine out in anticipation for the Overcrest Rally. I did a just a rebuild, fast road cam, nothing crazy. Um, obviously, I've done a lot to it over the years. I've had it about five years now. So I won't go down every single thing, maybe future episodes uh, on certain things that I've done to it. But um, yeah, that was another uh, fun experience of pulling the engine out and doing my first rebuild. It uh, didn't go without some hiccups, um, but I got it done. I, I got it finished and it ran fantastic. I drove it all the way up to Idaho on the Overcrest Rally all across Idaho, Cross back over to Oregon, down the coast to Southern California again, and it was a blast. It was some of the most fun I've ever had, some of the most fun I've ever had in the Mini. Um, it was great. It was fun. Um, I did uh, mess up the synchros a bit on that trip. Um, the, the Clutch Master was going out, and I was trying to fix it before I left, and I swapped it, and that one I think was just not up to par so i think uh, my second first second gear synchro was is not too happy so i'm going to pull that engine back out soon which i'm dreading but 
I do have some straight cut close ratio gears to go in, which will be pretty cool. So hopefully that will uh, uh, go off without a hitch. Uh, maybe I'll start that in the next uh, few weeks over the holiday season here. Um, then my second mini I picked up, my second classic mini, another lovely sketchy ad sent to me by a friend in um, our uh, little group chat for the SoCal Classic Minis. Shout out to them. Um, it was on the app Offer Up, I believe it's called. And again, super sketchy. It had a few pictures, um, grainy, taken with a potato. And it said, uh, I think it's, I think it just said Mini Cooper or Classic Mini Cooper. And we all know in the United States, everyone loves to just say Mini Cooper when it's not actually a Cooper. But I think it again was listed for like two grand, which is crazy for 2021 or whenever I got this thing. And so I immediately thought it was fake, but I looked into it and I was like, oh man, that looks like a Mark one. And a couple of the guys were like, ah, it looks like it might be a, you know, 11 stud, um, head there. Maybe that <laughs> I was like, huh, interesting. And I kind of zoomed in. And I noticed that the engine stamp was Mark one Cooper S engine. And I was like, hmm, started kind of zooming in on some of the pictures. And there's only like three of them. Uh, and I see the kind of uh, uh, rivets on the window that indicate chrome trim for, for the Cooper S. A um, couple other little things that I pointed out or, or pinpointed and I thought maybe this is a Cooper S. So I, I messaged the guy and on the offer up, you basically like send an offer and I don't know, it was weird, but I basically just said, I said, hey, I'll take it for a thousand and um, waited and didn't hear anything. And my wife was excited because I told her about it. And I was like, it's probably a scam, whatever. And so she goes and low balls the guy. <laughs> so my offer sounded good. And I thought this thing was either gone or just a big scam. But um, sure enough, he messaged me back and said, yeah, it's still available. You know, I, I can't do can't do a thousand I'll do 1500 I was like man this thing is a scam but it's like all right I'll meet you he was texting with me so it seemed normal it wasn't like a he wasn't speaking weird like a scam might be but so again I first thing I was like all right be there tomorrow I think it was in Bakersfield so not too far from me um so I rented a U-Haul rented a the only trailer they had was a, a utility trailer and I did some measurements I was like it should fit so I drove over there and I basically told my wife, you know, if we die, we die. But um, <laughs> if it's a if it's a Cooper S, just stay cool. So I roll up and these guys are like sitting out on their lawn, like in lawn chairs. And I was like, oh, man, this is sketch. But there she was sitting there in the garage, bare shell, had subframes again on furniture dollies. But there is a Cooper S engine. There was all the VIN tags. There was parts galore, Cooper S parts, gears, Weber carburetors, the original SU carburetors. Uh, there was uh, some, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the other carburetor. There was just, uh, there was Cosmic 2 wheels with Dunlop racing tires on them. I mean, it was... 
it was my mini heaven. It was, I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is real. I loaded that shit up so fast. And I was just, we drove away. I was like, this just did not happen. I mean, the amount of parts, the shell itself, I, you know, I would assume would be, man, at least 15,000. I don't know. It's a real Mark one Cooper S Austin 67 Cooper S. Um, I later found that out. I did a, um, heritage certificate and came back and I was like, there's no way this is real, but got a Mark one Austin Cooper S uh, 1967 for $1,500. Yeah, it is a shell, but it has all the hydroelastic suspension. It has both subframes. It has the engine. It is missing the interior, but pretty much everything it needs to, you know, run and drive for the most part. Obviously, it is stripped. It is patinaed out, and the patina is glorious. Um, the one negative that I think it is deseamed. The roof gutters are there, the bumpers are there, so, um, you know, that was the typical, I don't know what year, 80s, 90s, I don't know when they did that deseaming for racing, but it was a race car apparently. Um, but the body seems really good. There was just a few little um, spots like the, the battery box again that I'm going to replace. Um, the bulkhead was cut for a Weber box that I'm going to um, replace that to a stock. Um, but overall, it's a solid body. I think I'm going to keep the DCM because it's a race car. It was a race car. Um, I'm trying to find out more about its race history, see if I can find out what livery it had or something like that and kind of bring it back to that glory. A little bit of a um, OEM race car build, um, half interior perhaps. Um, so it's going to be a cool build. It's going to be a long one, and I'm going to try to do it right. You know, I need to... Uh, I need some help on the body work. Um, you know, I, I just, I want it to look really good. That de-seaming de part is is the hard part, so I would rather a professional kind of take care of that. But everything else, man, I know I can clean it up. Um, I'll probably put cones and high-lows on it just for a little more stability. I know the hydroelastic suspension is uh, very cool, um, but also kind of a pain in the ass. I'm not sure, so... Um, that's kind of the, the dealio with that. Um, it's super cool. I still can't believe I have it. I tinker on it every once in a while. Um, so I'm kind of collecting bits for that, but yeah, I hopefully in this, uh, next year, 2023 coming up, I'll be able to do a little more, um, a little more work on it and, uh, kind of get it rolling. Uh, the engine apparently was just rebuilt. Uh, I pulled the head and it's, uh, looks like it's a 1293. It does look very clean inside, albeit the uh, rocker cover was off and the spark plugs were out and it was pretty dusty in that garage. Everything kind of had like dust or like sawdust all over the place. So I'll probably pull the gearbox off, just kind of figure out kind of what's in that I won't do a full rebuild, but I'll strip it and clean it, make sure everything is clean. Uh, that would be the worst thing of putting a brand new engine in, apparently, um, and starting it, and it just explodes because of, there's some sawdust in there. So, um, But it does look very nice. Um, 
I'm interested to see what kind of cam is in it, what kind of gears are in it, etc. So that will be a super fun build um, as I finish up my uh, first mini, my Rover mini. Uh, Reggie Cray is his name, Gold Tooth Cray uh, on Instagram for anybody that might know or follow. Uh, so I'll fix that gearbox. I just want to get that thing running um, nicely and just cruise it. I love driving the thing. I love thrashing it. I love canyon runs. Um, and then, you know, slowly build this uh, Mark 1 up to my absolute dream mini. Um, I still can't believe I have it. Uh, but but anyways, yeah, that's my uh, mini story so far. Um, I'm sure I could have gone into a lot more. I tried to keep it a little short. Uh, we can uh, potentially go into more later on. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. I'm going to start um, doing some more episodes. I'm going to start uh, maybe emailing some of you guys and seeing if you want to be on the show doing an interview uh, to find out about your mini life, the history behind your car or your cars, your minis, how many you have, because we all know once you get one, you can't just have one. You try to get more. And they made so many, so many variants, Clubmen, the uh, uh, Countrymen's, the Wagons, the Estates, the Elfs, all of the above. Um, I want them all. So be on the lookout. Uh, let me know if you want to see anything specific. If you want to be on the show, send me a little um, email. Uh, my email. What is my email? I just made a new one. Um, it is theminilife37 at gmail.com. My Instagram for this podcast is at minilife.37. So shoot me a DM. Send me an email if you want to be on the show. Tell me a little bit about your uh, mini life. Send me some pictures. Go follow me on Instagram. I love to see everybody's minis. And um, I'm looking forward to finding out more about what you guys want to see. Do you guys want to see anything specific? Um, do you like the concept? Do you think it will work? Do you think I will keep up with it? I hope so. Um, I'm having fun so far. Um, yeah, so I appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. And... Catch you on the next episode of The Mini Life. <laughs>